Hello and welcome to Hail Dear Old Pod. It is Wednesday, March 29th, and hey, we're in a Final Four. We're going to Dallas. We knew it Boom. would happen. It's it's happening. Final Four, here we come. Jeremy, how you feel about this this Final Four team? I mean, it's, it's one of those act like you've been there moments for me because I had zero doubt in these dogs. I was not worried about old Kelsey Plum and those Washington Huskies. I may have been a little exaggerated in thinking we're going to beat them by 30, but still never was worried. (laughs) Um, Baylor gave us a good game, but again, these these are just the the cardiac dogs. We're not going away that easily. So, uh, you know, once we got them in a little bit of foul trouble and once uh, a certain uh, itty-bitty took over the game, so to speak, Mm -hmm. especially in overtime, uh, it it ended as I expected. And, you know, we march on to the Final Four. We go, and sky's the limit for this team, so... Super proud. Uh, I don't. I don't want to sound too cocky. Obviously, very proud of these dogs. I knew it took a lot of effort. Uh, it was a long season, but hey, this is where we expected to be. I mean, we, we knew we had a good team at the beginning of the season, and this is where you expect good teams to be. Yeah, couldn't agree more with you. That that Washington game, I was scared. I was scared of Kelsey Plum. Shouldn't have been. Uh, I think. I think in the second quarter, she shot like zero for seven. So. There's that left coast offense just showing us all, hey, it's not good. Holy gully ball. Yeah, yeah, the holy gully ball. Beat Washington, but it was a good, it was a close game, at least for the first half. We we finally started edging away. The Baylor game that that almost took years off my life. Um, it was it was it was nerve wrenching. It was it was just it was nail biting. That overtime when they had the ball under their basket. In three with three point four seconds uh, left in the game, I, I thought, okay, we've we've seen this. We are Mississippi State. We, it's going to end up the way we we think it's going to end up. But no, they force overtime. Um, just a huge win, huge win. And I'm so happy that it happened against um, Kim Mulkey, who doesn't have any sons. I'm pretty sure. I'm absolutely positive she has no uh, son at all that plays any. Where in Louisiana? So, I think you're right with that. Uh, I've, I've never, I've never heard of any. You know, it seems like they would talk about it if she did. Yeah, uh, but yeah. they never mentioned it. Like, nah. if you have a son that plays baseball somewhere, tell us. Don't you know? Don't leave us in the dark. I really wish they just tell us. That just, that's just me, though. That's just me. But um, the game against Baylor, Vivian's, I think, had 25 points, somewhere around there. But the the hero. The the woman who stole the show was none other than five five Morgan William, and I think we all knew she was capable of dropping forty one on Baylor. I th- I knew that, but in a in a more real sense, I didn't. But I mean, <laughs> kudos to her, just lights out the whole game. Zero turnovers, Jeremy. She had zero turnovers in the whole game. She even had a block. How do you do that at five five? She had a block. Her- her step back three where she just would hit that little power hop, mm. you know, just uh, go back and just Drano. And she she brings back the lost art of the mid-range as well, which I'm a big fan of, uh, old-school basketball. Mm. I mean, but doing everything. I mean, her ability, She first half, she drove to the lane, and she consistently got defenders to come to her to where she would, you know, sometimes she'd throw it up there and she might get a layup, but a lot of times she was – dragging the, the big girl out to her and then dishing it to McCowan, and McCowan had the easy layup, and she was doing that relentlessly in the first half. Second half, they tightened up the lane. She says, I don't care. I'll, I'll shoot over you. And so she started shooting, and 
she absolutely was raining from deep in that 18-footer. I mean, that 18-footer in the corner she was hitting consistently, 15 to 18-footer, that's a hard shot. Like, that's a hard shot for any player to make, much less in that type of situation, in that game with so much on the line. Mm-hmm. Your season literally hinging on, a, you know, a possession or two. Yes. For her to knock down those shots, I mean, it's – I mean, that's all something on Twitter where it was, you know – where do you rank this among the greatest performances by a Mississippi State basketball player? And, you know, Forces, you obviously have a lot of references to 19. The 96 had a couple big performances, go through that, and Dr. Yeah. Jones and stuff like that. But, I mean, this is up there. You can make the argument it's one of the best performances by a Mississippi State basketball player on any level. I mean, yes. you can make that argument, and no one's going to sit there and go, ah, I don't think so. It's like, mm. no, it's, the case is there. She, she put it all on the court, and... The stat line shows it, but just her, I mean, her ability, she's the floor general. Yes. It's so crazy. Smallest girl on the court, running the floor. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love yep. it. Yep. She she just, she couldn't miss. She just was on fire. And uh, we, we couldn't be any more proud of her. She's just, that, like you said, one of the best performances by any Mississippi State student athlete I think I've ever seen. Um and she, and she gave us she gave us that win and hey first ever ever final four, uh, that's that's a pretty big deal. By the way, I, I did see this tweet. Um, John Cohen won final four as an AD. Guess 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 who that other AD that left us? Scott Strickland zero. <laughs> so hey, point point Cohen if I had to say that. So, um, but yeah. Out, out of the fire, into the frying pan, as they say, we take down Baylor, a very good Baylor squad, and we get UConn, which is a team full of basketball-playing robots coached by um, a guy that I'm pretty sure is, like, related to Darth Vader. He's a Sith Lord. I'm, I'm sure of it. He sold his soul to the devil, and he <laughs> could not tell me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. It, he he is he is Gino Ariema. Uh that UConn team. Um, I think it's a hundred and thirteen straight, uh, or not straight uh, NCAA tournament wins for him. But he's still riding on a one hundred plus game win streak, <clears throat> dating back to, geez, I, how many seasons in a row now? It's it's ridiculous. It's just I don't. <clears throat> Too many. Yeah, well, I don't even. We're not math people, so I'm not going to count for you. I'm not going to degrade myself and do that. <laughs> but the man's won a lot of games consecutively, and it's just realistically, you're like, okay, how do we win this game? This team is too good. This, but I'll, I'll tell you this: I watched the Sweet 16 game a year ago when we played UConn. They beat us by 60. It was 98-38. I sat there and watched that, and I was like, how, do, how, how? How does this team do that? But this team, our, our team this year, they just got a different feel about them. We got depth. We got depth down low. We got shooters. We got scores. We got defense. We will press you until your eyes pop out. I don't, if, there's a year, if there's a year for somebody to upset UConn, it might be this year, and it might be this team. It's a, it's a bold take, lad. Uh, no, I mean, it's hard to look at this game. Like I said, you have, it's, it'd be one thing if we were playing it for like the first time and this team had all this pedigree like we do right now and you just say, 
hey, we're, you know, they, they played us, but yeah, they played us last year and beat us by 60, so it's hard to really not put that out of your memory, but you have to. And I'm sure that's what uh, Vic is telling the players, like, forget about last year, that was last year. Uh, um, for one, we're a much better team. Uh, um, by, I think by leaps and bounds. Uh, last year we had a very solid team, but this year's team, it's, it's, it's a different level. Uh, and then when you look at this UConn team, um, I mean, to say that they're not as good as last year is very, you know, it's it, you're pulling at threads here, very small ones. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they're not as good. You know, you know, they don't have the star power. They don't have that player like the Maya Moors and the Tarasis that you hear about that are just leading the team. I mean, they're a great team. No, take anything away from them to win all the games they won this year, obviously. But they're not as good as they were last year. I don't think we're better than we were last year. So I mean, proverbially, you say it's right there and. I don't know. I mean, it's going to take mistake-free ball regardless. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to go out there out, out there, and have to play a perfect game, uh, which is tricky to do against them because they force you to make mistakes. But we do too. So, I mean, it's just going to take, you know, it's, the strategy is probably going to be, if I had to guess, is we're going to try and obviously not try and run and gun with them because that's what they want. Uh, you know, I expect us to go to our defensive-style basketball, uh, keep the possessions, you know, as little possessions as we can for them. So, you know, maybe a low-scoring game. And just hope that maybe somebody like a you know maybe maybe you know Morgan's got another forty one in there that'd be great but you know I think I think I think honestly the X factor in this type of game is going to be somebody like McCallum like she's yeah. got to dominate inside yes uh, we're going to need her to really be a presence down there she's not going to be able to play the whole game she didn't play the whole game against Baylor um, but you know if she if she can pull in a nice little upper fifteen to forty points with a double double. You know, we, yeah, I think we have a fighting chance because then, you know, you know Morgan's going to give you what she's going to give you. She's going to you know, put in her 15 points probably now. I hope so. Um, she's going to lead the team. You, you would expect her not to make too many bad mistakes, and that's the deal, too. You just can't make mistakes against Baylor. And I think having somebody like Morgan at the point limits those mistakes to where it gives us a better chance. Right. You know, you, you just can't take a big risk. Uh, the X factor, though, for me is McCallum with the, the other factor, the Y factor, so to speak, Vivian's. You know, she had a, but she ended up having twenty something points in the yeah. last game. But she had twenty something points on twenty something shots. I mean, yeah. she shot the ball a lot and did not. You know, she was banking in threes and you know missing layups. So I mean, it was hard to rely on her. But if you're going to beat a team like UConn, you got to have a player like her step up. Mm-hmm. She's going to need to have a good game. I mean, it's, it's like we said, you got to have a perfect game. But this team has put together some really solid games this year against some really good competition. Um. We can reference South Carolina, who played this team very closely, this UConn team, and we obviously know for a fact that we can play on South Carolina's level, just yes. a matter of a couple of possessions. But, uh, yeah, it's going to take the stake free ball. I mean, so, I mean I'm, I'm going in it, obviously saying I believe the Dolphins can win, and I believe we'll win. This is a team of destiny, and I'm hopeful that they're just going to keep riding it out. And, uh, hey, I mean, if that doesn't work, Plan B, we're just going to cut the lights once we have a lead. You know, that's still the plan, right? That, 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 yes, yes. That is, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, that is still exactly what we're going to do. Allegedly. Um, hey, lad, I'm going to be in Jackson, Mississippi, if anyone's <laughs> curious where I'll be. Okay. Week, week. Yeah, my alibi is um, I, I got I got a family reunion in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. So that's where I'll be. The 31st, wink, wink, allegedly. Um, but, yeah, plan B, that's still in effect. Who knows? We might we might Ocean Eleven this thing and just, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a group of guys heading to the arena, 
you know, everybody's got their their one mission. We may just pull off the biggest, uh, the, the 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 biggest, uh, I'll say, upset ever in women's basketball. Well, maybe not ever, but allegedly, we may we may do that. Plan B is always an option. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. I'm willing to potentially do time for this school so we can possibly win a title. I'll take that hit. I'll fall on that sword. Give us a title. Yeah. Do it so. Yeah. I'm not. Hey, this is all just, you know, this, hey, we're, we're just talking, right? This is just, we're jokes. Hey, this is a prank. This is a prank. <laughs> yeah. prank we're all doing this for a prank. prank. You, you can't. Yeah. You can't charge us with anything when we say it's a prank. So yeah, when we yeah. say it's a prank, that's a uh, that's you know that's that's law right there. Yeah, that's law uh, jargon. I, we're gonna we're gonna check with our legal team, but I'm pretty sure that you know calling it a prank means that it's it's gonna get thrown out in the court of law. It'll yeah. get thrown out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a prank. It's just a prank. Also, uh, Mississippi uh, legend. I'll say it. She's a legend. Also, Coasty. Shout out to the Coasties out there. Robin Roberts. Showing, showing this Mississippi State team some love on Good Morning America, ringing that cowbell, whipping out the jersey. So we got Robin Roberts on our side, and she tells uh, America good morning every day. So that's Michael Strahan was so confused at what was going on. <clears throat> he was so confused why she had a cowbell. I don't think it takes a lot for Michael Strahan to, to be <laughs> confused by things. So I'm, I'm sure. Touché. Yeah, an artificial noisemaker would probably would probably get him a little on on edge. So, <laughs> if there was a person to be confused by a cowbell, it'd be Michael Strahan. Um, <clears throat> but but yeah, final four matchup against UConn. Uh, man, I I I, re- I really hope this team wins. I really do. I, there was there there would be nothing greater than to see us head to a championship game. After beating UConn, who would we play, lad? I wonder who we might run into. Give me uh... me South Carolina. (laughs) Give me that. Finally, give us a neutral site to play them at, so they can't cheat. I hate that team. Let's get them out of the state of Carolina and see what happens. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, a bunch of wusses. I hate that. Hey, lad, how do you feel about South Carolina? How do you feel? Hate them. Hate them. In the words of Hey, in the words of Vic Schaefer, and this is going to fade us out. Praise God and go dogs. Yeah, praise the Lord and go dogs. Yeah, praise the Lord and go dogs. <laughs> ah, that was when he hit that on the air. I'm just like, yeah, you, you gotta love us now. Did you not get chills? Because I we're, did. We're we're pulling the Almighty on our the Almighty's yeah. on our sky. Yeah. Okay, we got yeah. this. I felt I felt God in me when he said that. Goosebumps everywhere. Maybe I think I, maybe, a, maybe a little angels on the basketball court. Ooh, we're supposed to start flapping. Oh, yep. Start flapping those wings, baby. <laughs> Flap them all the way to Dallas. The, do- the doc from Back to the Future is going to all of a sudden appear. <laughs> hey, you, doc guys Brown. Need, you guys need any more movie references? Because we got them. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's let I think, rightfully so, we've talked uh, we've talked all we could about basketball. We're excited. Let's get into some of the other sports because uh, you know there there were other sports to be talked about this past weekend. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the diamond. Let's talk about the softball team. Uh, well, hey, they were in Oklahoma too. Uh, traveled to Norman Friday. Uh, had a doubleheader on Friday against Louisiana Tech and Oklahoma. Um, 
They won on a walk-off single by uh, by Morgan Bell on on the first Friday game against Louisiana Tech. They won that one five to four. They dropped the second the second game that day to a ranked Oklahoma team. But Saturday they turn around, go up to Oklahoma City, um, where actually the 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 Mississippi State band actually came to the the women's College World Series Stadium where they were playing UAB at. And the band came and was playing. And I thought that was the neatest thing. So shout out to the band for cheering on the dogs Friday and then going Saturday and cheering on the softball team. I think that was pretty cool. They ended up beating UAB um, that Saturday in Oklahoma City. So I think I think we need to re- rename Oklahoma City to like Starkville number two or like <laughs> just something because – Nothing but wins in Oklahoma City this past weekend for the Bulldogs. And that, Stark that's, City? Yes, that, that is a great accomplishment. We, we, we came, we saw, we conquered. OKC, you are officially absorbed into Starkville. So, thanks. Thanks for being a cool city. Thanks for letting us win. But And fun fact, a certain player by the name of Russell Westwood plays there. And who coached him in uh, college last? Um, oh, oh, Ben Howen did. Oh, 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 interesting. Oh, he coaches, mm. hmm, he mm. coaches here now. That's pretty, yeah. huh. He's That's, pretty good. Uh, yeah. If I had to, if I had to say, I'd say he's pretty good. All right, let's go to baseball. Uh, Diamond Dogs, man. I think we talked about this last week. We needed a sweep, or or we needed at least two. We needed a series win. We got the sweep. Uh... Playing the cellar dwellers, Tennessee. I just like saying <laughs> cellar dwellers. It's nice. It's a, it's a nice little tongue twister. Um, played Tennessee. Played played Dave Serrano and the Fighting Volunteers of Tennessee. Uh, Friday night it was kind of kind of shaky. Had to come back in the seventh um, to win uh, five to four. So that gave us some momentum. Uh, Saturday though, man, the bats went. Off, uh, offense got hot. Brent Rooker got hot. Uh, dogs tallied twenty hits in a blowout fourteen to four victory. That's pretty. That's pretty good. That's a lot of runs. It's a lot of hits. Uh, I think Brent Rooker in that game just had an absolute moonshot. I think it was like five hundred feet or something absurd like that. Um, bats continued to stay warm on Sunday. Uh, we had six straight hits in the first inning. That's always good. Uh, we ended up winning that one seven to four. Had thirteen hits in that game. So we got a really good sweep after getting swept in Fayetteville. I, I, I think that's what we needed. Yeah. Um, it's it, that was a big series. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to try and downplay it. That was a good series. Uh, it's always good to get sweeps at the SEC. Uh, I've heard a lot of people. Uh, Across many boards and various outlets, saying that you know this is the team that's igniting this team. You know now we're good. I'm still. I'm sorry. I'm going to play the other side of the card. Uh, be a little bit more reserved and saying it, it was Tennessee. It's not a good team. Uh, if you watch the games on Friday and Saturday, which I did, uh, I mean they were struggling to hit cutoff man. They were, uh, you know, just letting us steal bases at will. Their pitching was not that great. Uh, so I, I'm I'm very proud that we got the, the three wins. I don't take anything away from that. We needed that huge, huge amount of time that we needed that. 
But I'm also not going to jump on the now the team is back. Like, I mean, it's still a long road to go. I still question whether our pitching is up to par. Uh, I love Jake Mangum, but the fact that he consistently is now starting on Sunday just makes me nervous. I hate that. Uh, I hate that. It's it's not something that's – there's not a lot of confidence in the pitching staff if we're having to start our All-American center fielder on Sundays. Uh, so I, I'm still a little skeptical. Uh, good wins all the way around, but uh, – you know, it's it's Tennessee. They got swept the first series. They're now 0-6 in the SEC. So uh, they're not a good team. Yeah, so dwellers. It's not much to say about them. So I'm I'm going to say good win for the dogs, but show me something against some quality teams. Because, I mean, earlier in the week we saw them lose to Southern Miss. We obviously saw that they got swept by Arkansas. You know, that doesn't just go away. And that's obviously still in our resume. So even while that's saying, man, now we're ready to roll, we, we, you know, we get back in the regional. It's like, yeah, we need to crawl back in the regional. Because right now we have – terrible i don't know what our rpi is but i mean i'm guessing it's probably not great uh we have some bad losses this team's still got a lot to learn uh, i'm excited obviously i mean uh, you know good three wins but get show me more i want to see more i want to see us against some quality sec opponents that are really going to test our batting i will say i do love that we finally figured out hey um we have three really good hitters in Mangum, Rooker, and Gridley. Mm-hmm. So instead of like batting them like in a normal way, where you have like a, a leadoff guy and a three-hole guy and then maybe like a cleanup, we're just saying screw that. Let's just bat them all in an order and just yeah. hope that they all three get hits and then we generate runs that way. And yeah. it worked. I think the Saturday, the Saturday they started off uh, their first two at bats for each of those three. It was they were six for six mm-hmm. with a homer and a double and three runs scored. Mm-hmm. So. I, I like that we've just adopted the, uh, we know what we have, and we're just going to put it all at the top of the lineup. So Yeah. yeah. Hey, it works. Kudos, kudos to the dogs, but show me more. That's true, that's true. We still have, still got a lot of pitching issues, a lot of bullpen issues. But if we can continue, if we continue that offense that we saw this past weekend where we were just lighting it up, uh, ho- hopefully that can, that can carry us into some more wins, maybe some more series wins. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I just want to see it. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah, that's very true. Um, this weekend, the dogs traveled to Oxford. We got our second road series of the C- uh, SEC road series of the season against um, a pretty good Ole Miss team. I hate saying that, but they're they're a pretty good baseball squad. Uh, Jeremy, how, how do you see this weekend in Oxford going for the Bulldogs? Uh, yeah, they're a good squad, but Ole Miss has had its ups and downs, too. I mean, they're coming off a, a series loss, or did they get swept by Kentucky? Uh, no, they, they took one out of they two. Got swept, but I, don't know that. Sure. I know they lost the series easily. Uh, so, I mean, they, they're a topsy-turvy team, too, but they I, I truly do believe they, they're a good this will be This could be the character-building uh, series. You know, you come away with this one and get a 2-1, get you a series win. And I'll jump. I'll flip back to the other side of saying, okay, this team can start to play a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a good squad. So I mean, this is, you'll learn a lot about these dogs with it being a rivalry, with Ole Miss being potentially pretty good. So I'd expect a pretty ruckus crowd up in the uh, Ox Patch. And I mean, it's, it's going to be a, a true, I'd say, a character series in my opinion. That they're, we're going to find out what these dogs are made of. If they if they come out zero and three, you know, the season's already you know we've seen this happen. So it's going to be a rough rough rest of the year if that happens. If we Come out one and two with some competitive games, or hopefully two and one, win and two series, it gives us some hope. Uh, we just need to find ways to win the close games, and that's what we didn't do against Arkansas. And I think that's going to be the case this weekend, where I don't expect us to, 
they've got a really good pitching staff, and so it's going to test our hitting on fire for now. Uh, excited to see it. I hope the dogs can pull it out. We'll need uh, Old Pilk to go have a strong Friday uh, right. to set the tone, and, and then we'll uh, we'll see if Plumlee and potentially Mangum can follow it. But uh, I'm excited. I hope the dogs can get, get give me two, and I, I'll be right. I'll flip to the other side of the script and say that these dogs can play. But uh, yeah, this is a tough one, like I said. But this is this is where. You know, rubber reaches the rubber reaches the concrete, so to speak. So we got mm-hmm. we got to build some character, and this is a great series to do it. Yeah, I agree. If we could take two out of that three, that'd be very, very, very good, very good momentum boost for the season. Um, so hopefully, we could do it. Who knows? You never know with baseball. You know, A and M just about got swept two weekends in a row by Kentucky and Vandy. So, and they're supposed to be very good. So you never know. But we'll see. Uh, hopefully, we can get that series win, or at least take take one. I don't want to get swept. I hate getting swept by Ole Miss. If if we take the Friday series, I'm gonna. If we take the Friday game, I'm gonna say we got a very good chance to win the series because I think we'll get hot one game hitting on Friday or Saturday. But you lose you lose that game on Friday, knowing that's our best pitcher, and really at that point you're just praying that we win one on Saturday or Sunday. I think I don't see this. Their pitches that's too good for us to for me to feel confident we can sweep them, but. Friday's the tone setter. If we can, if we can get some runs behind Pilk, uh, I think it sets up well for us to get a win. So my my prediction, Pilk had a, like I said, he had a rough outing this past weekend. Even though we beat Tennessee, it wasn't a great one. I feel like he's going to bounce back. So I'm I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to say dogs take two or three this weekend. Okay, all right, I like it. I can get behind that one. All right, let's get into uh, your area of expertise. What do we got with um, tennis, golf, track? Anything else you might feel? Uh, yeah, uh, not not a lot. Golf kind of had an off weekend. Uh, you know, they had a big weekend last week, men's golf, where they finished third, so we were really proud of them. So they took the week off in my mind. I don't know if that's how it worked out, but that's what I'm assuming they're doing. <laughs> uh, and no women's golf this week. they got a tournament coming up this weekend, and I think the guys are back in action next Monday, so we should have some golf to talk about next week. But for this week, all we have is a little bit of track and field and some men's tennis and women's tennis. Um, track and field, we had a couple guys go and participate in the University of North Florida meet. And we had um, a strong showing from our two players that were down there. Uh, Nicholas Quiero. Yeah, this is another. I love saying these names. You're not a names so guy, I'm but I'm going to assume yeah. that's what it is. Quiero. Um, that I sounded don't good to me. I, I'm going to say, again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering <laughs> your name. Uh, but I want to give him daps because he won the javelin. He threw his javelin 73.54 meters, which... Hey, lad, I, did, I didn't do the math, but they provided it for us. 240 feet Holy is what he wow. threw his javelin. That's a, that's to a, win. That's a, long, that's a long way to throw a javelin. That's a long ways. Yeah. That's a long way. So yeah. he, uh, he he brought on the victory. And then uh, our boy that we talked about a little bit last week, Curtis Thompson, who was our NCAA champion from last week in mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, throwing the, the little stone thing. Um, yeah, he finished second with a throw of 72.54 uh, meters. Oh. So he was... That's 238 feet, just just shy of where that javelin landed. So, uh, strong showing, first second. Uh, we'll take that. That's obviously a good showing for them. Mississippi and, uh, State. They're back in action. Mississippi State, home of home of people who throw things good. I'll say that. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Hey, that's what we're here for. Um, moving on, um, we'll go to women's tennis next. To, you know, get, you know, we're, we're about all sports, so we're going to throw the women some love. Oh yeah. Uh, they had they had a mixed bag weekend. Started off on Friday with a very, very strong home win against number 23 Tennessee. 
Uh, 4-0. I mean, honestly, nice. it was a domination. I mean, nice. it was headlined by Jasmine Lee and Lisa Marie Rowe, who got a ranked victory in doubles and led by example. And so we won that doubles point. And then the top three in singles just highlighted Tennessee to where it was 4-0 and they called the match. I mean, obviously, big, big momentum to get that at home. Nice. Um, turned around on Sunday, went on the road to Athens, Georgia, to play the number three ranked Georgia team. Uh-oh. Came away with a 4-0 loss. Uh, good team. Uh, looked at it again. It's hard. To, it's hard to really talk about this, and only tennis fans will understand what I'm saying. But there were some good matches going on. Uh, you know, not to say that we were close to beating them, but there are competitive matches that you can take some positives from. That if we played them again, and maybe the ball bounced a little bit differently, we might could take them down later on. So uh, good. Good for them to get to play these kind of matches. You know, I, I, I say this is a humbling match. You know, you got to be humbled every once in a while. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to bring him back. Like I said, still, the, the win against Tennessee was a big win. Uh, beating a ranked Tennessee team. And the rankings came out this week, and we're up to number 24, so they moved up one spot. Bam, so, there we go. Go, lady tennis dogs. Um, men's team also had a bit of a topsy-turvy weekend. Uh, they started off strong with a going on the road to Fayetteville and beating uh, Arkansas 4-1. to one. Nice. Uh, The match was clinched by Vaughn Hunter. Who uh, he's been he's been sporadically playing. He plays doubles most of the time with uh, Monte Kachura at number two, but he's been sliding in at number six singles a little bit, and uh, it's kind of we're rotating him and Boshi at uh, number six. Obviously, we're trying to figure out which one of them's the true number six, which is a good yeah competition. So it's a good problem to have when you have a plan. But in this case, he was number six and he he clinched it. So that was a big win for us. And then we came home. And played Ole Miss in a rivalry match. That's always an intense match. It doesn't matter who's better, which technically we were ranked higher, so I guess you could have said we were better. Mm-hmm. It's a rivalry match, and I'll go ahead and say this. Mother Nature was not kind. Right. The match started, the mo- the match started on Saturday. Uh, we lost a doubles point in some very competitive doubles matches, and then right when the singles got started, boom, the Mother Nature just dropped a monsoon on Starkville. That mm-hmm. delayed the baseball game by like three or four hours, too. But they literally postponed the tennis match to 10 a.m. the next day. So you send the guys home. Uh, they got to sleep on the fact that they know they're already down. You're mentally a little bit down coming in the next day. They just didn't get up, and so they lost that match 4-2. to two. It was a close match. I mean, each match was down to the wire. Uh, definitely could have gone either way. Uh, Ole Miss knows that. I think they know that if they would have played us in the same day, that they probably would have gotten their, uh, their tail whip. So I, I say that this is... There's nothing to say from this one other than Mother Nature screwed us, and we will beat them next time. I trust and believe that we will get the done next time. Matt Roberts, uh, great coach. Uh, he's going to get their minds right next time. When, it, when we play the same day, like who expects to play over two days? That's ridiculous. Yeah, very uh, true. Uh, I think it's I think it's safe to say. Came out and uh, sorry, I, I was going to say I think it's safe to say uh, Mother Nature is now an enemy of the pod. So. Thanks yeah, a lot. Another enemy of the pod, Mother yeah. Nature. Put her on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rankings came out this week, and uh, Woodall's coming in at number 17. Still very respectable. Okay. Well, hey, 17, I'll take it. I'll t- so, so women's and men's tennis, both ranked. That's good. I like that. Both ranked. I like yeah. seeing that. And, they, and I'll just give you a little little facts. Uh, so, you, at the end of the day, you want to be ranked in the top 16 at the end of the year because they, kind of like they do with the women's tournament, uh, they have a bracket the you know full bracket just like the uh, men's tournament or just like the NCAA basketball tournament and each you know four or so that they seed them off the higher seed host those matches so it could potentially be a weekend where if our men and women climb into the top 16 
they will get to host those first two rounds, which obviously gives you a better chance to win in front of your home crowd. Yeah. And then you advance to the uh, the championships. The round of 16 is all at one side, but the first two rounds are at whichever the higher seed. So, like I said, the, the magic number is 16 for both of our teams to creep into, and at that point they could host uh, host the NCAA championships the first two rounds, get those under our belt, and then, you know, who knows what happens once you get to those rounds of 16. That's week 16. Maybe they find out, you know, they call Vic Schaefer and be like, hey, what did you do? And we're just going to copy you. Mm-hmm. Get him as a motivational speaker. I think he could be pretty good at that. I wonder, I wonder if Morgan Williams has any tennis eligibility left in her uh, scholarship. I bet she does. <laughs> we need to find that out stat. We're, we're going to look into that. <laughs> but uh, that, that takes us home. That was, uh, like I said, a light weekend on the, the the other sports, sometimes as they're referred to, but the sports that we care about on this podcast, and we're going to cover them. So uh, I'll flip it back to you and uh, where we're going from here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into some segments. We'll, we'll start beginning to wind this show down. Uh, we'll open up with a with a segment. I think we open up every every segment um, portion of the show with. Uh, can Coach Canizaro beat up that coach? Uh, this week, Mike Bianco, the dreaded Bianca from Ole Miss. Uh, if the, if there were ever a coach that I would love to see Coach Canizaro beat up, it's this guy. I'm just gonna say it. It's <laughs> Ole Miss. It's a rivalry. Yeah, I want to see our coach beat up beat, beat up their coach, and I think he could. I mean, let's just face it. There's not there's not a more swole coach in the SEC. There's just not, at least not head coach. Um, I will say this, however, uh, since Bianca, you know, he's Ole Miss. He's the Ole Miss coach. I'm just gonna go ahead and say uh, he 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 cheats when it comes to fighting. He's probably he's most likely a cheater. We know. We know that universities, you know, they, they cheat. If if you've been living under a rock, football, they cheat. So yeah, I, th- I think I think Bianca's probably a, a, a bit of a dirty player. So don't don't come at him with a handful of sand or something and throw it in his face. <laughs> Play fair, Bianca, and let Canizaro just whoop you like God intended. <laughs> He's gonna throw a low blow. You know he is. He would, he's dude. Gonna he's gonna. Till, he's gonna. He's gonna eye gouge. He's gonna. He's gonna wait till that ref's he's, turned around uh-huh. and just boom him uh-huh. with it. He's a slimy. He's a slimy individual. He will cheat. He will. He will pull the brass knucks out of the back pocket and pop you with it. But uh, I, I would, I would assume, Kenazaro again would would take that W. Uh, speaking of Ole Miss and cheating, uh, uh, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Ole Miss and cheating, Jeremy, let's get into some bear bashing. I think you you got you got a little uh, you got a little take on Swag Kelly. Let's hear about that. Ooh, uh, uh, yeah, I believe we're going. This segment will be called a uh, famous segment now. Bear bashing. Bear bashing. Uh, the hot rumor going around is that a certain Swag Kelly, you know, I don't know if you caught when that. Uh, he was not invited to the combine. Uh, right. He didn't work out at his pro day, right. and there's just been a lot of you know question marks around why he's not getting to somebody. I mean, he's been projected as a reasonable draft pick. What's going on? Uh, the new hot rumor is that Chad Kelly has been linked to some uh, potential point shaving. Oh, yeah. Oh. So uh, you know, whenever, whenever for those of you who are not familiar with what point shaving is, it's when. Uh, lines come out from Vegas on every game. So, like, let's say the Rebels were favored by uh, seven, 
and they're uh, you know they're up by three and they're about to score a touchdown. Maybe Swag Kelly uh, threw a certain interception so that they only won by three instead of ten, so people could cover the line. So uh, it's happened before. Teams have gotten in trouble for it before. Players have gotten in trouble for it before, both across professional and college level. So uh, I don't know. You you mentioned earlier that uh, Bianco and that that institute up north that are uh, known for their cheating. Uh, this kind of falls under that umbrella, I think. I, I you know what? It, I think it exactly does that. If if there were if there were a person to be accused of point shaving, I, Chad Kelly would be close to the top of my list. It just makes sense. That's a swag thing to do. <laughs> that is a swag thing to do. One hundred percent. That and that and slide in DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, swag. Whew. What what. What makes you the way that you are? I just don't. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, let's move on to another good one. Uh, King of the Ding. It's not sexual. We promise. We, can't, we, we cannot, we cannot stress, stress, that stress that enough. Cannot stress that enough. It is not sexual. Uh, King of the Ding this weekend or this past weekend. It's got to go to Brent Rooker. Uh, Saturday night, just absolutely destroyed. A baseball uh, hit it 500 feet. I think I, I heard somebody say he cleared the lounge. Yeah, by, clear, cleared the lounge by leaps and bounds. Yes, yeah. Ooh, good rhyme. Good rhyme. <laughs> but he 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 smoked it. Uh, also it, it, on Sunday, he hit a ball that probably got about 12 feet total height and still exited the ballpark. Oh, it, it, it left it a left laser the beam. Yeah, that he hit out that yeah. probably. It would have killed a small child had they been risking <laughs> their life to try and catch that ball. <laughs> yeah, that that ball got out I mean, of, the, of the park in, I think, five seconds. It was just maybe less. I mean, I, I would have caught it, but other other people would have struggled and probably hurt themselves. Oh, okay. Well, you sure about that? I don't – well, okay. It's good to have confidence in yourself, I guess, but all right. Tennis player reflexes. People, oh, people yeah, forget right. that I have good reflexes. Right, right. You played the net a lot in high school, didn't you? You're damn right I did. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into doghouse and top dog. Jeremy, you wanna you wanna hit us with your doghouse? Yeah, I'll hit you with the doghouse. I'm actually I'm actually gonna go ahead and just do my doghouse and top dog in the same segment because oh. uh, I'm not gonna lie, this one's a little embarrassing. I'm putting myself in the doghouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason I'm putting myself in the doghouse is we claim and we are um, our catchphrase is if they play it, we cover it, and I'm kind of the. The, the, as I jokingly say, the other sports coverage guy, I pay attention to the sports that not everybody hears about on a daily basis, but I, I still care about them and we care about them. And I'll admit, I kind of let one slip through the cracks a little bit. And I, they're actually undefeated, which makes it even worse that we have not covered them because that's obviously something that we want to talk about, being proud that they're undefeated. Uh, so I'm putting myself in the doghouse, but, you know, when you put yourself in the doghouse, you got to fight your way out of the doghouse. So I'm going to fight my way out by saying, you know who my top dog is? I'm putting the soccer player's top dog, and I'm going with Natalie Hesser. She she had an exceptional week, uh, week in that she scored the game winner against Southern Miss as we won three one this past week. Um, and just to give you a heads up: the women's team is three and zero this spring. They have a four game spring season. They've beaten Troy by three to nothing, Auburn by two to nothing, and Southern Miss by three to one. And they'll finish their season uh, April 22nd against South Alabama. And giving you a little stats, because I know you, uh, you're a big stats guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michaela Waldner has come in with three goals. Natalie Heeser 
who was my, uh, I think I just said her name two different ways, so, you know, already <laughs> off to a great start. Uh, she has two goals. Uh, Mallory Eubanks has a goal, and Kylie Martin has a goal uh, all this spring. So uh, the, the lady dogs on the pitch are really doing well. Uh, they're 3-0, and and like I said, I'm putting myself in the doghouse for, for letting it slip. I apologize, and uh, but I'm trying to get make my way out of it and fight out that doghouse by saying, hey, top dog is the women's soccer team. Go, <laughs> go dogs. Love it. Yeah, we got to make sure we cover every sport. That that's that was our promise to you. That, that's our career. Yeah, that that's our motto. That's 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 us. And we let you down. We forgot about women's soccer. Uh, but hey, they're three and zero. They're tearing it up. Uh, to so, be fair, their their main season is in the fall, but this yes. is the spring season. So when someone to, brought it to my attention last week, saying, "Hey, why aren't y'all covering soccer?" I said, "We'll cover them in the fall." And they're like, "No, they're playing right now." And I might have gotten a shouting match with that person saying, no, they play in the fall, and then had to eat my crow. And that's when I decided I needed to be in the doghouse because that's, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> all right, yeah. Jer- all right, putting yourself in the doghouse for forgetting about women's soccer. That's good. That's hum- we're, we're, we're humble people. We're, we're, not, we're not above ourselves. We're, you know, When we make mistakes, we punish ourselves for it. So good on you Absolutely. for that. Good on you for that. Cool. My doghouse... Uh, I'm gonna go with Ryan Ryan Sear. Uh, not not gonna Ooh. brag here, not gonna brag here. But we did break the story of him being dismissed from the team uh, this time last week before. Well, anybody. So, did, were we given proper credit by the other uh, media outlets? You know what? I th- I think they were too big to to give us the credit we did deserve. But it's okay. Mm. It's okay. We we know that we beat you at your own game. Um, you know, just next time, pat us on the back and be like, "Hey, you guys are good. You guys are better than us at doing our jobs." I'd appreciate that. You know, I'm not. It's, no, the, little, nothing, it's the little things sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too crazy. Just say, "Hey, I'm. You know, you guys are so much better than us. Let me take you to a steak dinner and pick your brain, you geniuses." Just say that. I'm not, you know, nothing, nothing too big. Just nothing outrageous. Yeah, just, just that give, simple phrase. Yeah, give credit when it's due because we beat you. But yeah, Ryan Sire, <laughs> Sire, Sire. Uh, I, I don't know his last name, and I guess I don't need to know anymore because he's gone. <laughs> no, don't need it. <laughs> yep, don't need it. Uh, you're the doghouse, man. Uh, you get you get kicked off the team for breaking curfew. Come on, man. Mom never gave you a curfew growing up. You gotta be in. You know what curfew is. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things, Jeremy. You said it best last week. That's why we can't have nice things. This is this is why we can't have nice things. Exactly. Um, top dog. I think this is other than women's soccer. Shout out women's soccer. We love you. We will cover you from here on out. Uh, don't think we forgot about you, even though we did. My top dog. <laughs> Itty bitty, it's Morgan William, the absolute best performance by a bulldog, male or female, basketball or baseball or softball or football, track, soccer, anything. That was the best. That, I like it. It was. It it simply was the best. Forty one points, no turnovers. The girl had a block, and she is five foot five. <laughs> 
Give her, give her every every award imaginable, because that's insane. I'm 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 a short guy and I can't block anything, but that girl standing at five foot five had a block. That's a, that's outrageous. Morgan William, you are my top dog. You deserve it. You deserve a national championship. I'm just gonna say it. You do. You, you know, and and we hope you get it. Actually, you will get it because we and, allegedly. And we, and we, we will cheat, so I'm just saying. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> All allegedly. All right, I think that's going to that's gonna do it. That's going to do it for the show. Uh, a lot of good stuff, a lot of excitement. We'll be back next week, next Wednesday, to give you everything else you need to know. So uh, that'll do it. And, um, hey, UConn, I hate you. Say